What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Bets. I'm your host, Zach Stonerock. Uh, flying solo today uh, as Avery is traveling for some family events. Uh, so wishing him safe travels to and from, and I hope he's enjoying that. Obviously, family is, you know, very important. So um, glad he's able to get some time out to, uh, to be able to do that. Um, since I am flying solo today, we're just going to jump into a recap of last week, and then we'll talk about this week's picks and, and this week's games. Um, so last week, Avery and I both struggled. Um, we went two and three um, on on our um, picks that that we both shared last week for our um, season long pick them that he and I are doing. Um, so looking at it for me, uh, I took Baltimore. They ended up covering minus six and a half um, at the Jets. Uh, Indy tied with uh, with Houston. Um, Blankenship missed a forty two yard field goal to be able to. Um, close that game out in, uh, uh, in overtime since then he's been waived. So that's, that's the way the national football league is. Um, you know, you get, you get picked up to make those kicks and if you don't make those kicks next guy up. So I hope he lands on his feet, but, uh, for now, um, you know, the Colts are, the Colts are moving on and going a different direction, um, to fall back to the Baltimore game real quick, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson actually threw for three touchdowns and two of them were to Devin Duvernay. Uh, who I was very high on last year. I'm excited to see what he can do this year with Hollywood Brown being out and him stepping into that role uh, with Rashad Bateman. Uh, Next game was the Saints at the Falcons. The Falcons were actually leading 23 to 10 going into the fourth. Michael Thomas ended up having two touchdowns in the fourth quarter uh, passes from Jameis Winston. So the Saints ended up winning this game um, 27 to 26. Um, so that, you know, Saints weren't able to get the cover, but one of those divisional games that Avery was talking about, same with that Colts game, divisional games are tough. You can really, you know, talent matters less, and it's more so about the emotions and, and the extra juice that comes with those games. Um, so I missed uh, Indy. I missed the Saints. Um, next game was Kansas City at Arizona. Um, I took the over of 53 and a half. The game ended up having 65 points scored. Uh, the Chiefs scored 44 uh, the card Cardinals had 21 um, Patrick Mahomes threw for five touchdowns to show that he is still probably one of the most elite quarterbacks in the league, um, despite how tough that that division is. Um, and then my final game that I had that was another miss was the Raiders at Chargers um, over 52. Uh, this game actually ended up at 43 points um, with the Chargers coming out on top uh, 24 to 19. Um, so. I, I, my two wins were the Ravens um, covering minus six and a half and Kansas City uh, with the over of 53 and a half. Um, moving on to Avery's picks, um, his two wins, um, he had Baltimore also minus six and a half, but then he also had the Vikings plus one and a half um, taking on the, uh, the Green Bay Packers. The Vikings pretty much just ran away with his game. Uh, Justin Jefferson was a big part of that. Two touchdowns, nine catches for like 184 yards. Um so just goes to show that Justin Jefferson is probably the best receiver in the league right now. Um, I put him up there, probably him, Stephon Diggs. And I'm excited to see what uh, Devontae Adams ends up doing long-term uh, with the Raiders as the, as the season progresses. But I'd put those three at the top. Obviously, Cooper Cup, um, I think his success is going to be dependent on Matt Stafford. Hopefully Stafford can bounce back and have a better game moving forward. But uh, so those were his two wins. He um, – also took the Chargers over, so so he missed on that one with me. He took the Panthers plus one and a half. Uh, so that game was 
as a Panthers fan, that game was tough to watch um, from the beginning. Uh, Baker just looked like his timing was off, very inaccurate. Um, and that game actually came down to the rookie, Kate York, um, knocking down a how 58-yard field goal um, to, to end up winning that game. So, hey, you know, it, it is what it is. The Panthers aren't supposed to be, um, you know, a, a great team this year. Baker wasn't necessarily brought in to be the future. Uh, he was just brought in to be an upgrade from Sam Darnold. Um, you can argue that he is being that, um, but I don't know. I mean, last last year, start out the season, the Panthers um, started out great, I believe, 3-0 and uh, with Sam Darnold doing a lot as far as rushing touchdowns. Baker had a rushing touchdown as well. So, And then he had that deep ball to Robbie Anderson, but the Browns' uh, rushing attack was just way too much for our, for our defense. So, um, so he missed on that one. And then he also missed on the, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars plus two and a half, um, against the commanders. Carson Wentz came out slinging the rock four touchdown passes. Um, you know, there was a lot of questions about what he was going to look like there, uh, for the commanders, uh, just because of the struggles he experienced last year in, uh, Indianapolis. So I'm, I'm not, I don't lean one way or another on Carson Wentz. I know Avery is a huge Carson Wentz guy, um, so I'm sure he was excited to see to see him have that success. Um, however, we've seen Carson Wentz have big games like this before and then follow it up with a complete dud. So we'll see how those games go um, today. But that's our wrap-up of week one. Let's go ahead and move on to week two. Uh, obviously, we have a big boy parlay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and give my um, five picks for this week, and then I'll share Avery's, and then I'll round out my – uh, parlay with my last two picks. So it's a seven leg parlay this week. But um, this week, I actually have the Browns minus six and a half um, at home versus the Jets. The Jets obviously have a very solid run defense. Um, however, the Browns and, and their rushing attack with Chubb and Hunt, um, I, I just, I'm not sure that there's very many defenses in the league that are going to be able to slow those two guys down. Um, Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett obviously looked serviceable last year or last week. Um, so I think he's going to be able to continue that this week against the Jets. So I'm taking the Browns minus six and a half. Uh, my next game is the Vikings. I have the Vikings plus two um, at the Eagles. So this is, in my opinion, this is going to be very similar to last week. The Vikings were the underdogs. Um, everyone expects the Eagles to come out and just, uh, you know, Jalen Hurst to have a big day. However, I think this is going to be another Justin Jefferson show. Uh, possibly another two touchdown performance, definitely over hundred yards receiving. Um, so I, I, I think that this is going to be a close game. However, I think the Vikings are actually going to come out on top. They, I, I probably should have taken the money line um, because ultimately, I mean, two points, obviously unless something crazy happens, isn't, you know, a, a standard gap. Um, despite we saw a couple of games that were decided by a one point last week. So two points could make a difference, but I see the Vikings actually winning this game by, uh, by three, um, I would say it's going to end up being probably 24 to 21. Um, so taking the Vikings plus two, I also have the Steelers at plus two and a half against the Pats. Um, I think the Steelers looked pretty good last last week. You know, obviously they went into overtime against the Bengals, um, won by a field goal. But, you know, Najee Harris got a little banged up. But from everything I'm seeing, you know, he's going through the game without an injury designation. Does that mean he's healthy? No, it just means that they don't have a designation on him. So uh, I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to have a good passing uh, passing week this week against the Pats. I just don't see the Pats offense really um, 
being able to do a whole lot. Uh, TJ Watt, I believe, is out with, you know, the, the pec injury. Um, but I, I just think the, the Steelers are going to be a little bit too much uh, for the Pats. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take this game. I don't think this is going to be a crazy high-scoring game. Um, for this one, I'm going to go – let's go with 16-7. to seven. We're going to go 16-7. to seven. Um, But I do think the Steelers are actually going to come out on top. Um, so if you want to take the Steelers' money line, you know, I that would be a pick that I'd be fairly comfortable with as well. And then um, my next game, I have the Raiders um, minus – five and a half at um, home against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I think obviously last week with a loss to the Chargers, the Raiders are going to be looking to bounce back. They're at home. Um, I see Devontae Adams, again, just having a huge game here. I see Josh Jacobs picking it up in the, in the running game as well. So I think this game is going to be decided by a touchdown, maybe six points, uh, but six points still gets us our cover at minus five and a half. Uh, next game I have is the Bengals minus seven at Dallas. Um, obviously, Joe Burrow had a very rough week last week with all the interceptions and fumbles. Um, I don't think that that's going to be a trend moving forward. I hope not because of how much money that Cincinnati spent on that offensive line. Uh, I think the biggest difference maker in this game is going to be the fact that Cooper Rush is starting at quarterback. Nothing against him. He's just not Dak Prescott. Um, you know, and, and I the – the Cowboys offense last week had their own struggles anyway. So um, I, I, I see Joe Burrow having a huge bounce back game. I see Jamar Chase having a huge game here as, as well as Joe Mixon. Um, so I think the Bengals win this game. I'm going to go ahead and say double digits. Um, you know, I'm going to take the Bengals. We're going to go ahead and say by 13. So score prediction for this one. Uh, let's go ahead and go with, uh, 34-21. So I think it's going to uh, – no, because I don't think that the Cowboys are actually going to score that much. I, mm, let's go 34-14. 34-14. So it's actually going to be a um, bigger blowout than what I had initially <laughs> uh, thought it was going to be before I started talking um, talking uh, out, out loud here, <laughs> honestly. Um so those are my five picks. I have the Browns minus six and a half, Vikings plus two, Steelers plus two and a half, Raiders minus five and a half, and then the Bengals minus seven. Um, Avery is actually uh, contrarian to some of my picks. Um, so he's actually taking the opposite side in the Raiders game. He's taking Arizona plus five and a half. Um, he's he's going to take the Pats money line. So um, obviously he wasn't comfortable with the minus two and a half there. Uh, he thinks that this game is obviously going to be close as well. Uh, but he thinks that the Patriots are ultimately going to end up coming out on top, even though the game's in Pittsburgh, which I think is ultimately what's going to be the, the difference maker there. Um, and then he's also taken the Jags um, plus three. Um, so that's at the Colts. Jags plus three of the Colts. I can see the Jags actually pulling this game out as, as a, as a victory. Um, the Colts are actually another leg of my, of my parlay that I'm going to share. Um, I put in this parlay before, you know, all this injury news came out that um, I believe Alec Pierce is out. Michael Pittman's going to be out. So a lot of questions at receiving, but I think ultimately Jonathan Taylor is going to be the difference maker in this game. Um, Matt Ryan didn't have a great game last week. Uh, 
I would like to see him step it up, but obviously without having two of his main go-to receivers, you know, that's going to be a challenge. So I think this is going to fall heavily on Jonathan Taylor and, uh, and the Colts defense. Um, I just wasn't impressed with Trevor Lawrence um, last week. I was glad to see James Robinson come back and, and kind of be the workhorse guy in that backfield and, and get, uh, get in the end zone. Um, I just, I was high on the Jags last week. They let me down and I just didn't see enough to, to be high on them again this week. Um, so Avery's going to go with the Jags plus three. Um, I'm actually taking the Colts minus three. Uh, Avery's also going to be taking the Saints plus two and a half versus the Bucks. Uh, so for this one here, I think this is ultimately based on um, Brady's history against the Saints. Uh, obviously, he's lost his last four um, uh, against the against the Saints. Um, so I don't know if that's going to carry on. There's some you know injuries going on with some of the receivers there in Tampa Bay. Uh, however, Alvin Kamara is also questionable at this point. I don't know if, if anything, you know, at the time I'm recording this has, has come out saying he's, he's going to be a, a, a for sure go or not. Um, but I mean, I, I could see the Saints pulling this out plus two and a half. I just, it's for me, it's hard to bet against Brady, regardless of who he has. He's, you know, he's never really had, I don't want to say he's never had a star receivers because he has. He's had Randy Moss, he's had Mike Evans, obviously last year, Chris Godwin, but. Um, he's also done it without having any of those big name guys. So I'm, I'm not sure that's enough to sway me off the books, nor is, is history because Brady just, that's what he does is he overcomes all those odds and he's going to do things that uh, people aren't expecting him to do. So um, if the Saints cover here, I it wouldn't surprise me, but I would lean towards the Bucs. I, I stayed away from this game. Um and then Avery's also taking the Rams minus 10 uh, versus the Falcons. Uh, apparently, he's not sold on the performance that he saw from the Falcons last week, and he's expecting the Rams to have a, a big bounce back here, which I would agree. The Rams are going to have to bounce back because I don't think Sean McVay is going to let them, um, you know, take a loss like that and then not have them prepared to um, dominate the next game. 10 points is a lot of points especially for a team that didn't do very well last week. Um, so that's, that's essentially why, you know, I, I stayed away from this game, but I, I could definitely see the Rams covering minus 10 and a half here. And now all that being said, um, I shared that the Colts were uh, the sixth leg of my parlay. Um, the 10th leg leg is actually the Buffalo bills um, versus the Titans. The bills are minus 10 and a half, but I just think the bills offense is, unstoppable and their defense is I mean it's basically a steel curtain you know you're not going to get through them I I see this game being a huge runaway uh Derrick Henry's going to get his yards you know he had, had a little bit of a struggle last week I think Derrick Henry's still gonna uh possibly eclipse 100 yards in this game but I just don't think that's even going to be enough um I see the Bills running away with this one um let's go with 38 to 14, 38-14 is what I'm going to go with with this game here. I, I see it being a huge victory for the Bills, and as long as Josh Allen stays healthy, the Bills are going to be dominant all the way throughout the season. So uh, I know this was a pretty short episode, but again, flying solo, I just wanted to make sure I came out here to get my picks out there, uh, share them with you all. Um, oh, the odds for the uh, for the parlay this week, uh, are plus 8,775. So 
Um, if you were to bet $100, you could win um, $8,700 essentially. Uh, if you bet, if you're not, if, if your unit that you don't like to, that you bet with is lower than that, let's say it's $10, uh, you still have a chance of winning $877. So big opportunity there again. Um, little risk, big reward. These big parlays are, are tough to hit, but if you do hit one, um, obviously it's a good feeling. Uh, I saw on one of the uh, Bleacher Report betting accounts a, a guy cashed out at two hundred fifty-two thousand um, dollars, two legs early. Both those legs would have hit, so he would have hit for over a million. Um, while that's exciting, extremely difficult to do, um, but still, I mean, two hundred fifty-two thousand dollars is nothing to sneeze at. So exciting for him. Um, we're just hoping to hit one of these uh, slightly smaller uh, parlays. Uh, and I, I have a feeling we're going to we're definitely going to going to cash at least one of these before the end of the season. But that's what I have uh, for you all in this episode. Uh, do me a favor. If you enjoy the show, if you enjoy the picks, if even if you're fading our picks, if that if that's your strategy is to fade what Zach says, what I say, hey, I appreciate that. You know, I'm glad I can be that that resource for you. Uh, but if you enjoy it, tell your friends about it. Um, have them come check us out. We're also available um, with content on Instagram. We post all of our parlays there. Uh, we're available on Facebook. Um, then you can also, um, if you're watching on YouTube, um, you can listen to us on podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on podcast platforms, go ahead and check us out on YouTube also. Um, but that's going to be everything for today's show. I appreciate it. I hope you all have a great football Sunday. Hopefully it's profitable. Um, and we'll catch you on the next one. Take care.